Do you hear what that was? Oh. What was that? That was the sound of our new intro. <laughs> it's a delight. I definitely heard it happening in real time. Absolutely. Because this isn't taped separately at all. <laughs> so one professional recording and yeah, that's, that's lovely. How are you today? I'm well. Not too I'm bad, to this... How are you? I'm good. I'm hearing some new microphone on your end. Uh, I just shoved a donut in my mouth. <laughs> Brilliant. So just a quick recap here. Last week, I took a drink and was told <laughs> off for helping my, let's, let's say the correct word, instrument during this recording. And this week, you've taken a big bite of a donut, something which definitely doesn't help the recording, and you're apparently scot-free. <laughs> well, I don't make the rules. Mm. I just what donut is it that you're eating? Little diddy donut. What do you mean, diddy donut? That's not a thing. Small, small donut, diddy donut. What, like diddy kong? What What do you mean, diddy donut? Well, a little tiny donut. Where have you got that from? Uh, well, Tesco's, but obviously there are other supermarkets available. <laughs> do you want to tie us down to one sponsorship deal <laughs> too early on? We're feeling no. it out, we're seeing where we're going. Exactly. Thanks for the uh, noticing of the audio equipment. I treated myself to something. Little lockdown treat. What is it? Little lockdown treat. Treated myself to some AirPods. And I know you've already got them. Tell me about them. What's the experience? Well, I'll tell you you what. I have never been a fan of Bluetooth headphones. Ever. I've never had Bluetooth headphones before. I've always preferred the cable. For many reasons. One, I feel like you look like a tit with things just popping out your ears that aren't connected to anything. Second, sure. second, I like tangible things. I like being able to touch things. And mm-hmm. so, well, I lost my headphones, which have the little lightning adapter. And I know, I know, I could have got a little three point five mil headphone converter and I've got one but it lives in the car and to pull it out of the car and carry it around with me was a no-go now I could have bought another one of of course but I didn't I opted for the wireless things and let me tell you I cleaned the house this morning and it was a real treat I had my headphones <laughs> on I was still in my jammies because I thought I'm not going to shower before I get all sweaty doing housework Still in my jammies, had the phone on the kitchen table. I was in yeah. rooms left, right, and centre. I wasn't. I wasn't near the phone. Still listening to music. What a delight! And I didn't strangle myself like I normally do when I'm doing the Hoover because they all get caught up. So you I tell you what, it's a it's a treat so far. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it is. I can't believe that you haven't jumped on this bandwagon earlier, but now you're here. You're never going back. I don't think I am. Well. Maybe, who knows? It's just such a, it's a whole new world. It is, it's opened up a plethora of opportunity for me. And now, I'm thinking, well, let's get an Apple Watch. And let's do some running, let's do some running. I don't want to carry my phone with me. You're that sold in this ecoverse. Well, you know that we like to hate on Apple. And yeah, yet, and yet, yet we we can't fault them in yeah. many ways. 
that's the thing. A lot of what we say is an attack at them, and I won't lie, we do that a lot. Oh, but, constantly. But I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I've I've got my iPhone in front of me. I've got my iPad in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got my little AirPods case next to me. I can't I can't deny that I've tied myself into a brand. I don't want to say that I resent how good the stuff is, but I resent how good the stuff is. I would happen to agree with you. Do you know what it is? I've been thinking about it a lot. It's the ease. I know. That is like, a, I just yeah. pulled out the AirPods and I just flipped open the case and boom, my phone says you're connected. What? Didn't even the, do anything. I was... My iPad did the same. <laughs> my do you <laughs> do you remember when we were a couple of years ago now we were in oh, Berlin that's a whole other podcast we were there and this is when the AirPods came out and it wasn't sort of an overnight like seen and trickle through like when the iPhone came, first came out they were everywhere oh and and now I was thinking this is ridiculous Every, they just hopped well, on the I just looked at people and thought you look like an idiot like because it was all new it, you know and they were just hopping Much on the like bandwagon <laughs> And and that's the that's the comparison that gets given a lot. AirPods yeah. and flares. Flares. Yeah. And now I've got them. It's a dream. I won't go back. I wouldn't go back. I've tasted heaven. It's just the auto connect and the fact that the music or the podcast pauses when you take out your ear. Obviously, yeah. No one's taking no. out their ear when they're listening to this. No one's pausing Absolutely this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now tell me. Uh, well, this is not a subject for the podcast because it's quite boring but I can't figure out how to turn the volume up can you do that or do you have to use your phone wait what do you mean oh on the headphones yeah can you do that you can do that I think I mean you can just say I'm not, not going to say it now but you can say hey Apple's <laughs> electronic assistant <laughs> oh yeah and it would and you can ask What's her name or his mine's a, mine's a man actually it's um Siri. What? You cannot write Siri. We well, can say Siri. You just oh, can't Siri's say fine. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So Siri, hey. Let's try something. Let's try. I'll say hey. You say Siri. I don't think it'll do because we're on a call, but we can oh, try yeah. it. Hey. Okay. Siri. Oh, brilliant. That didn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> riveting audio again. <laughs> yeah, again. So, other um, than that, how's your week been? Oh, sorry, you're going back to the headphones. I was going to try and tell you how you can turn it on. Yeah. Turn it on? Just, no, to turn the volume up. Oh. But well, I don't worry about that. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> fine. You're living it up. How's my week been? Yeah. Sorry, did you take a big gulp? I can't believe this. I've been chatting for it, and now you're doing it, and it's all, I it's all fine. I didn't take a gulp. Oh, the crystal clear audio has betrayed you. <laughs> Shit. Um, my week, it's been good. It's been... <laughs> oh, you just can't help it, can you? <laughs> I was trying to do it as quietly as I could. That was louder than the first time. <laughs> that was so loud. I've honestly <laughs> never... I thought a tsunami was hitting. I'm next to the big job. I'm in no panic. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm really sorry that was, I tried to make it quiet and so I doubled its volume. <laughs> Absolute panic. Uh, oops. Um, Alright, for the third time, I'm waiting for the gulp. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. Do you remember you bought a big gulp when you were in America? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. 
<laughs> don't remember that at all. We're just seven eleven, you aren't gonna get one. And I remember Malik look at you like, what is this gross <laughs> display of wealth? <laughs> I think it's like four dollars. Display of wealth. <laughs> Any, um, what, tell me about your week for the fourth time. Well, it's been good. I'm I'm working from home during all this lockdown. So lockdown. <laughs> Yeah, you should be going outside. It's really? been a while. Yeah. You've what been outside. Doors are shut. <laughs> he was banging on the windows. <laughs> Hello. Let me in. <laughs> I've lost a complaint. There's gonna be reviews all in your all in your city. There's gonna be reviews saying it wasn't open. Um but yeah, no, I'm, I'm at work, so I still have that nine to five. It's been going well. It's it's very busy. Um I had to record a video for I work at a university, an ambiguous university. And I had to record a video this week, which went out. Don't, don't want to say the name in case uh, it all goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, keep keep that line dirty clear. And um, <laughs> my views are nothing to do with the university. <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, well, they are trying the coronavirus like vaccine at the said university at the moment. So mm. you know, probably be in the news. But um, yeah, it's it was, I had to record a video, which then went out to all of the students. So that's fun. My little face out there. People enjoying that, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they've been loving it. There's a little Mets cap in the background of the video and a little Wolverine comic book. So, just so that after it was sent out. What else has gone on this week? I had my little run excursion escape down to the beach. The beach? Heaving. Well, I'm not sure it should be. Heaving. <laughs> I've seen so many people at the beach. People left, right, and centre. <laughs> people playing frisbee, going for a swim. Unbelievable. Shocking behaviours. And then, I mean, oh, it's been the, it, well, I mean, the last couple of days, it's been the NFL draft, so I've been following that. That's a wild time. One of the biggest spectacles in American sport, they were having to do it from home. <laughs> so, normally, for those who don't know, the NFL draft is where the NFL teams pick in order um, players coming out of college for their teams. And it's a huge spectacle event. It's a big event. It's, the players go up on stage and there's, like, deals going on left, right and centre, and it's, it's wild. Because I was doing it from home, they kind of there's one guy presenting it, and they kind of film the different teams making the call, and then it's like, where's the camera going to go? And then all of a sudden, it's on a player, and it's and, it's, and the, the whole thing is sponsored by Bose, so all of these players have got these huge headphones on when they're being called, <laughs> and then the moment after they get the call, obviously those headphones are coming off because they're crying, they're celebrating their family. It's wild. It's so funny watching it come from home. It's it's actually a lot nicer. It feels a lot more personal, but it is so funny when you're like. Where's the camera going to be? <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. So that's that's me. How about you? What's your week yeah. been, other than the AirPod highlight? Well, the AirPod highlight is probably the highlight. Um, oh, I've just been working. Nothing exciting. Just busy. I'm just busy with work. Yeah. yeah. I work at a school. You know, not university standard, clearly. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know who that's a digger. I, don't know <laughs> I think that's a digger me. yourself, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I thought it was going to be a dig at you. I phrased it wrong. Didn't pay um, off. It didn't pay off. It backfired heavily. I work at a school. It's been busy. Just making videos for the kids, really. How are those videos like, going? <laughs> time consuming, is all I can say. <laughs> are you. Are you happy with them? How they're turning out? Can't say they're ever happy with his work. <laughs> what sort of videos are you making? Are they 
or anything in particular? Just, or they just general the morale boost? Just general mo- 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 morale boost. <laughs> and how are the kids taking the them? I think they're taking them well. Yeah, don't really know. They just leave random comments and be like, Hi! Okay. I like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Hi. Well, you had seven hours of work just <laughs> brought down just to one hi. comment of hi. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Well, I'm really happy to hear that you're, you know, enjoying that when you job. Oh, I'm loving it. But, um, yeah, there's obviously... End of segment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was literally going to say, should we cut it there? <laughs> and instead you scream. So, during this time of lockdown, you might have seen that there's some different sort of challenges going around where it's like pick three things out of nine or you have a certain amount of money and you have to pick a team out of that money sounds similar to what we were looking at last week well last week we saw there was a build your own avengers team where you have 15 15 dollars i'm going to call it 15 pounds because uh, yeah. i'm not part of i'm not part of that nation no. um thank goodness i I don't want to, I want to separate myself from the, the president, so... <laughs> as much distance as possible, please. <laughs> much death hole distance. <laughs> so, yeah, we saw this build your own, that's a little Easter egg there. If you don't know what that is, just Google disinfectant and the president, and you'll see something which you never would have thought was real. Um, but yeah, we saw a build your own Avengers team. We're not going to talk about the president. Uh, you have £15. Yeah. There's five different tiers. Okay. So the top tier, yeah. £5. All right. It's the key Avengers, Captain okay. America, Iron Man, Black Widow, questionable, Thor and Hulk. And Hawkeye? £4. Well, Hawkeye, he's leading the £4 range. What? It's one and of the original six. Got, one of the original six and a very skilled combatant, only £4. Right. Spider-Man, he's £4. Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, fill up the best out roster. Right. Next one down, you got Groot, you got Gamora, you got Star Lord, Wasp, and a god, Loki, a literal god. Little, <laughs> yeah. So that's questionable. That's very that's really questionable. Ne- Next row, Rocket, Drax, Nebula, yeah. Happy, the most questionable one I've seen. Happy. <laughs> Not sure why he's even in this. Happy, he can't do anything. He's a pilot. I'm not happy about his what? appearance. He just flies the plane, doesn't he? That's, yeah, what? That, so? All of them can fly a plane. Name me an Avenger that can't fly a plane. That's right. Or fly <laughs> themselves. That's right. Spider-Man. Oh, well... I mean, he probably doesn't know how. I'm sure he could work it out. Yeah, he's not, he's not dumb. Then you've got Happy and then Scarlet Witch. Right. And then for £1, War Machine, Bucky... Falcon, Quicksilver, and Vision. Vision, which is insane. Um, so, so what did you yeah. go for? Well, filling up my team. Yeah. Five pounds. Who's Captain your big America. hitter? Cap. I we you know he's gone for Iron Man, and he absolutely is. I thought you were going for Iron Man. I need a. I want a good leader. 
Yeah. And uh, point I manage that that I want I want camp dependency. I want yeah. I want that ins- inspiration. Yeah. Following him, okay. S- yeah. Spider Man brings up to nine pounds. I've got to have him. Okay. He's my favourite. Yeah, that's fair. That's next, fair. next up, I'm completely skipping the three pound lane. I'm going to Scarlet really? Witch. She's two pounds. I can't believe that. She's the most powerful one. Like, you know, she should swap swap places with Doctor Strange if anything. Well, she's... yeah, because she's she's the most powerful Avenger, really. Yeah, you know, she's I up there with see that. Captain Marvel. Yeah, who's not even on this list? Exactly. Well, where would she feature? Three pounds. I'm. I think she should be. I can't believe Happy's on the list, and she is. <laughs> um, and. Yes, it's got which I think we're going to see her become a lot more powerful in the MCU, especially in one division. Yeah. Um, and and filling up my roster, Falcon, one pound. Got to have him in there. I love him. Oh, I've got Rocket in there. I forgot about Rocket. Rocket. He's two pounds. Yeah, because I really I like Rocket, and I you know, purple. I just want that. I want that sense of humour. (laughs) Then filling up Bucky because I want to have ultimately I want to have Cap, Falcon, and Bucky all together. Yeah, fair enough. Now, I what's your what's your team looking like? Can you All compete right. with that? So I found the image you sent me here, and do you know what? Our teams aren't too dissimilar. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna list it out to you. Cap, obviously leading the team. Obviously, yeah. Again, I've got Falcon and Bucky. Yeah, a great partnership, good trio. Name yeah. a more iconic trio. You know, they've got each other's backs. They're, they're there for each other. Yeah. So they're from, my, they're from the pound aisle. I've, I've gone for Loki for three because a little bit of mischief never hurt anybody. As far as I'm concerned. I mean, Loki has caused quite a lot of pain and suffering, but we'll, we'll gloss over that. Well, we will gloss over because we all know he's a good guy, really. He's our favourite anti-hero, surely. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. No, I know I'm not. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, then I've I'm a bit controversial with this. The next thing. Hit so me. you've given me fifteen pounds. <laughs> I've gone behind your bank. I've gone to oh, the no. bank. I've asked for a loan. I've got the loan. Been secured. <laughs> signed it off. It's in the bank. So my fifteen has changed. Dramatically to sixteen pounds, <laughs> so I've got a whole pound more to play with here. That's <laughs> right. Oh, and... have I revealed that I got Hawkeye yet? Oh, you just have. Oh right, well, so so, so <laughs> my picks are taking me up to my picks are taking me up to ten, and I forgot that I've, I've got Hawkeye, and I'm I'm desperate for this for an Avenger that you can now guess is two pounds worth. Okay, right. So and... you've. Originally, I chose Vision, like you, but then I thought, no, no, he's just not good enough for me. He's great and very strong, and I thought, well, I can't get rid of Loki because he's one of my favourite characters. I'm not going to get rid of Hawkeye because you know you can 100% rely on him in a in a fight. You know he's going to have your back. I thought yeah. the trio, I can't affect them, so Vision had to go. As far as I was concerned. So I've got that. I've got an extra pound from the bank. It's taking my grand total to sixteen. And who's filling it up? Who's that last? You've got, who's the loan that you've secured going to 
the loan that I've secured, I'm going to spend it on Scarlet Witch. Oh, I mean, it has to be done. So we're very similar. It just has to be done. Yeah, the teams aren't too dissimilar. You've got Spider-Man, I've got Hawkeye, you've got um, Rocket, and I've got I've got uh, Loki. See, now, that doesn't feel like a fair comparison. I've got a raccoon, and you've got a god. Yeah. Well, you know my god will absolutely destroy your little your little furball. <laughs> he's going to get that arm, and I resent that statement. <laughs> what? So he's going to rip your own teammate's arm off? Brilliant. Look, he's a wild... He's, a, he's my loose cannon. He's a wild animal. Yeah, Loki's my very loose cannon. <laughs> and not stable cannon either. I think they're strong teams. I yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see them in a battle against each other. I mean, there's not two. The only difference is is one character or two characters. Sorry. Yeah, and I, think... I think I think maybe. Well, I don't know. The, obviously, Spider-Man's got his wicked suit, but Hawkeye's yeah. got the experience of battle. See, that is a that's a key thing. It's uh, I think yeah, it might knows be... what to expect and. I think Scarlet Witch could could uh, make, take out Spider-Man quite yeah. quickly. Oh, I mean, she's so powerful. She's just going to go through all of them. Yeah, no true. problems she there. She, she doesn't need anyone else on her team. She's uh, although although not physically she doesn't, but mentally, you know, she does. She wants vision. She there. she struggles, doesn't she, on her own? Yeah, after the I... loss of her, after the loss of her brother. So. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, to, to be clear, her brother Quicksilver, not Vision, because that would make it very, yeah, questionable. Yeah, very ancestors. Wow, we've got a very good yeah, team. Interesting teams, yeah. Well, hopefully there'll be another right. one of those in the future. We'll see how it develops. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that little segment. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fun little game. Cool. So, last week, I said that I'd have a little investigation for you, Ooh, and I've uh, I've stuck to my stuck to my words for once. So, picture me right now. I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm at the table. My desk wasn't big enough. I'm at the table. Imagine papers everywhere. I've got papers coming out of my ears. All right, with this investigation, with this. Murder mystery. Little, little drop there. I've got and? I've got my juice. I've got my coffee. I've got my half smoked <laughs> cigar. And you're gonna lay it on me. What is? I'm gonna lay it on you. So, let me get started. Let me let me read out the cold. Wow. Okay. Let me take you to 1960s London. Ooh. Yeah, I'm taking you to down a path that once we've gone down there's no coming back I hope you're ready I am so, oh I cannot wait 1960s London okay mm-hmm. panic as I believe a serial killer is on the loose okay Ooh. I'll give you the crib sheet to start with so the victims were all young and they were all believed to have been ladies of the night if you catch my drift Ooh. They I found, think so. 
They were found strangled and naked near the Thames between 1964 and 1965. They'd also oh. had some of their teeth removed. Oh, this is very... Yeah. Ooh. So, at the time, after the, it was, he was known, or it was known, as the Hammersmith Nude Murders. Ooh. Hammersmith, and the, the place where I was born. And, well... <laughs> no connection, just to say. <laughs> no connection, I don't know how to lead on from that. But the perpetrator, <laughs> perpetrator was never identified. Well, I think he just has been. Well, I think, yeah, it's you. And, it, yeah, so, there's a lot of theories about who could have done this, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave that to the end, because there's some ludicrous ones, but let me start with the... Let me start with the first, the first killing. So her name was Hannah. She was 29 and missing for 10 days when discovered on a cold February 2nd morning in 1964. She was found near the Hammersmith Bridge. Hammersmith Bridge. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was, she believed that she had been thrown in the water 24 hours earlier at Duke's Meadow. Oh, near Chiswick. Oh, so this is quite a, quite an ordeal. Quite a thing to, I mean, to imagine you're walking to work, you think, oh, I just need to cross over Hammersmith, Hammersmith, I can't say the word, Hammersmith Bridge, and, uh, oh, look, shit, there's a body. Oh. <laughs> when you said walking to work, I thought you meant her. Oh, no. And she was dead. walking to work, like, well, I thought you meant her being like, here's my commute, lady no, no, no. the, lady no, the no, night. No, because she's she's floated down the river from Duke's Meadow near Chiswick. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so she's dead. So she's she's definitely dead. I can assure you of that. Interestingly, though, she was pregnant with her third child. Oh no! This is this is a happy story. What twist? <laughs> <laughs> she's making that. She's five foot two. A detail that we'll come back to later. Oh, yeah. So. Police obviously just treating this as a one murder case, you know, trying to find the uh, perpetrator of this. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, not long after, another murder. 26-year-old Irene, she was Ooh. a known prostitute and she was also pregnant. Oh, nice. Yeah, she was in the same... Uh, how should we phrase this? She was... They had similar jobs. They were colleagues, if you will. Yeah, they 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 dabbled in the same in the similar similar activities. HR again, HR. Yeah, right. I'm sure, HR is what the kids are all doing now. <laughs> so, the papers started kicking things up, being like, "Ooh, hello." Jack the Ripper was a hundred years before this. <laughs> so he's, he's come back. Is he, is he back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he? Uh, has he come back from the dead, or did he ever die? Who knows? Who knows? So that leads us nicely onto our third murder. The police still no hadn't really linked these two cases by this point, so they're um, they're not they're not thinking that they've got havoc on their hands. Mm. They're thinking, ah, oh, two murders, shame. But, you know, 
I also have to add that London was losing its uh, strict morals at this point. You know, in the 60s, people were just doing drugs all the time, partying, getting that bright colour clothing on. It's, it's made yeah, a few done. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when's Austin Powers set? 70s. It's not from I've seen. I'm thinking the 60s. You've not seen Austin Powers? No. I think it's, oh, no, it's, I think it's 60s. If you've seen Austin Powers, you know the kind of London we're talking about. I'm thinking the Beatles. I'm thinking Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really thinking that. I was thinking... <laughs> you were thinking... Well, well, right, okay. Let's just pick that up for a minute. You just batted my thing away and then said I was thinking sex, drugs, rock and roll, <laughs> something that couldn't be more associated with the Rolling Stones, if not the Beatles as well. Brilliant. Don't, don't know what you're talking about. Right. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this police station's already had some mishap. <laughs> Paul McCartney is one of the suspects, so we'll come back to that in a minute. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, <it's> <laughs> this is the podcast which just takes down Paul, the crime he's been running from for 60 yeah. years. He no longer will be singing Hey Jude. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, great song, but heard it enough. Is it? No, That's right, Paul. I'm putting you on blast. Song. It's a shit song. <laughs> oh, it's just tragic. Every British event, he just gets wheeled out at the end. I'm pretty sure he's dead and it's just a lookalike. Well, that's a conspiracy theory. That's for another episode. Did Paul die and it's been a clone all this time? Well, not a clone, but a replacement. You, well, you know it. Um, right, so... Third murder, Helen, strikingly beautiful. Uh, is that 22. opinion or is that in the case notes? That's the case notes, actually. 22, and she's known as Teddy. And she is found in a alleyway. Right, so not in the river. Not in a river. She's found in the alleyway, um, just a couple of miles away from Duke's Meadow, where the first body was put into the river. Okay. So, again, she'd been strangled, her front teeth missing. Right. And the teeth extracted post-death. Oh, the problem is, is that each time you open this up, saying about a person, I know that they're going to die. I don't know why I'm hopeful each time. (laughs) But you're about to tell me one of them's, you know, got away with it. No, no, but they're they're all dead. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting hopeful each time and it doesn't pay off. So, no, so the, she, the news, her teeth are missing. The newspapers, they were they were keen for a big story and they uh, mm-hmm. soon coined the line Jack the Stripper. <laughs> right. It doesn't feel like the time for a joke from their part. Not you, but they were like Jack the Stripper. Great journalism, though. I mean, that would have grabbed the headlines, wouldn't it? You would have taken. You would have bought that paper. <laughs> if I saw I Jack mean, the Stripper, because you know, think... just a couple of decades later, you had the full Monty, so it could have been like, you know, a little prequel. Like, you know, pre- local, right, so... like a local, 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 local uh, mine worker, Jack. You know, <laughs> so to make a few extra bob on the side. There you go, Jack the Stripper. Jack the Stripper, brilliant. So what we're now saying, confirmed, is Jack the Stripper is the prequel to The Full Monty. A film set exactly in Sheffield. Exactly what I'm saying. 
exactly right, right okay i'm glad that's been confirmed on air at last the fans have been crossing for years well i know i thought i'd answer the question yeah <laughs> so, so there's now a the final is that the final murder yeah is it three no we're only halfway oh jeez <laughs> i can't believe i've really walked into that one <laughs> so the police now have you know they they've upped their game here and they're now on the hunt for a psychopathic <laughs> killer um with an obsession with short prostitutes <laughs> for lack of <laughs> lack of a better word um right so teddy the you know the, this i this uh, girl said mm-hmm. said murder um she hadn't been submerged in water like the others. So the police were able to establish some clues. Because okay. obviously it's not, it's not CSI. You've not got your DNA kits and whatnot mm. yet. It's not, that technology's not around. But they've, they've uh, found a link between the bodies, apart from the teeth and that they're short prostitutes and that they're, they're all strangled. They found mm-hmm. tiny specks of paint on the skin. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's the only it's the only thing they had to link the killer to the victims were these specks of paint. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, the plot the plot fit, thickens though because three days after the discovery of Teddy's body, a middle aged caretaker called Kenneth. Went to uh, <laughs> love that name. Went to Notting Hill Police Station, and uh, he said, uh, "He said I did it." Um, oh, you know, what? he said, I, "I've I've done it." And he, Kenneth, ran a drinking club, and a and a uh, and a card card game, mm-hmm. and they found one of the cards at uh, Teddy's flat. Oh, okay. There's a little bit of linking evidence there. Um, he said, I killed her. He admitted to it, and the detectives, uh, and he explained how he picked Teddy up for a, a night of passion, and right. they were <laughs> they were quarrelling over money, and then he killed her. <laughs> okay. And so... Okay, so he's... So he's admitted to the third murder. He's not. He's not said anything about the other two. Right. Okay. But, but here's, where gets, here's, where he, here's where it gets. Here's where it gets a bit. Uh, almost like a carry on film. He goes. They're at the old Bailey, you know, trusty courts, and uh, he's described as an oddball. This Kenneth. Mainly, I think he's an oddball. Mainly because, firstly, his name's Kenneth. Secondly, he. He's a caretaker, but yet he runs, he runs a um, drinking club and a card game. Yeah, seems what what caretaker? Character. Uh, so, either he misfiled his profession, and he's not caretaker; he's actually part of the London mob, or <laughs> or he's a caretaker that sits around the table and plays cards with his dogs. So are you, are you saying that he might be a part of the London mob? I'm Is saying, I'm saying he's an. Up? I'm saying he's either a part of the London mob, and and has connections to the criminal underworld, or he's just absolutely mental. So because it says 
he had an alibi for the two murders. So, you know, the fact he's got an yeah. alibi for the other two is, mm. you know, a bit questionable. Is a bit questionable. And uh, then in the old Bailey, he admitted he was drunk when he confessed. Right, okay. So he was off his mind, and the jury thought, oh, right, whatever. And they acquitted him less than an hour later. Wait, what? So, okay. <laughs> so, so he admitted to it when he's drunk. Yeah. And then, and then the, we're just going to say Then he said, then, then he, yeah, and then they were like, okay. So they took him in. And then he went, oh, do you know what? I was drunk when I said that. And the jury went, oh, are you? Oh, <laughs> don't worry about it, mate. I'll say stuff like that all the time. Off you go. He's out the door. Right. So either so, it's the world's best bluff, and he really is the... Uh, Jack the Stripper, and you know he just wanted to have a little bit of fun with the with the court system and the police, or he's mental, and so are the jury for not pushing it any further. So why is he got it? So okay, he's <laughs> so he's <laughs> right. So I'm just floored. I know. So I he's... know. So I don't know what's at fault more, Kenneth or the jury. <laughs> I feel. It's the jury. Like it's jury. Yeah. So he says he's drunk and they're going, yeah. so what? So he's drunk. What does that even So I've got a lot of questions here. Yeah. What does that mean? What? So it's at the end of the jury going, oh, yeah, we've all said things when we're drunk. We've all confessed to a yeah, first degree murder. Like, yeah, exactly. When they let him go, what? Like it's just a whim. Oh, unbelievable. Know. So he's free. Yeah. And also, if he's doing it as a bluff, what's, is it just for the thrill of the chase? Oh, what is he doing I here? I don't know. That's what I mean. He's either got criminal connections and mm. he is having a bit of fun or he's absolutely mental. I think he might be the latter. Yeah. Well, I'm leaning towards that as well. Right. So, fourth victim. Over halfway now. Okay. The fourth victim, uh, Mary, was... Uh, Provided the police with a big break, you see. Okay. See, the 22-year-old was found um, near Berrymead Road, just off Chiswick High Street. Mm-hmm. A short distance away from the two other victims. And right. uh, Mary, like the others, dabbled in the same line of business. And uh, <laughs> I say that? Her, her front two teeth were missing as well. The, the, okay. But... The forensics found the paint specks again. Oh. And the big question that the police were asking at the time was, the killer's clearly hiding the bodies before dumping them. Hmm. So he's clearly okay. got some, uh, some, you know, storage locker somewhere. Yeah. This is the time before you had your big storage lockers. <laughs> So, uh, you know, there can't be that many places to look, you would have thought. Okay, so he's got some sort of area where he's hiding the body. And this is after our boy's been set free. The, yeah, this is, this is, Kenneth, is, Kenneth is out. Kenneth, Kenneth is, is on the streets. Kenneth's he's, in the he's, wind. He's back to his card games with his dogs and his cats. <laughs> and the birds, you know. <laughs> yeah. But the detectives feared now that um, murders from several years ago could be linked to those carried out by the uh, 
by Jack the Stripper. <laughs> Such an awful name. <laughs> Particularly someone called Elizabeth in 1959 and someone called Gwyneth in 1963. And in total, five unsolved murders going back to the late 1950s were reopened with possible connections to this case. So all of a sudden, he's gone from killing four to a possible nine. Right, so that's quite a jump we've gone from there. It's over yeah. double. I know. I know. So he's... Yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah, but the, these cases are not definitely linked. They've only just, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're clutching at straws, you might say. Mm-hmm. So the fifth victim, yeah, now the much-feared Jack the Stripper, uh, she yeah. was discovered on the 25th of November in a car park in Haunton Street, some okay. distance away from a from the busy Kensington High Street. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time they found someone outside the murderer's territory in West London. So Frances, but she was named, she was known uh, uh, Nick or her stage name, if we shall. Her real name was Margaret, and she is in a different league to the other uh, ladies of the night because she was she was a known upmarket cool girl who mixed with the rich and famous. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is where it gets a little bit juicy uh, mm. because in the 19... A, a year before her murder, mm. her face had become familiar to people because she was on front pages of the newspaper when she appeared as a court witness uh, during the era's, era's notorious sex scandal involving John Profumo, I believe that's how he said, and he was a Secretary of State for War. Oh, so, so she's... a politician. Okay, was so she's really... brought into this, and the disgraced politician had shared favours of known prostitutes as well, Christine Keller and Mandy Rice-Davies. Right, so... So and this this whole scandal threatened to bring down the entire conservative government. Um, so Margaret, like the other victims, was strangled. She was also short in height and found with a tooth missing. So back to the teeth again, and 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 the and the, and the paint specks again on the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, this is just so many layers. Every time I think we've got to grips with it, something else comes out. I know. It, so all of a sudden, you brought the politicians into this. It wasn't it wasn't going to take long, was it? So we've got so it's, so it's wrapped up in Parliament. Yeah. So and he's disgraced um, MP who was kicked out in 1963. So he's no longer Secretary of State for War. He was he was a disgraced MP after this point. So he's gone. Sorry, excuse the big gulp. Yeah, well, that was that was not subtle. So he's yeah, he's gone. Okay, he's he's out of there. He's not in those comments chambers anymore. But he's we're well no we're no closer to catching who did real, who did it. A real, it's a real who done it. Mm-hmm. A real who done it. So going back, or sorry, rather going forward to the far last and final murder. Uh, it took place almost a year after the first one of Hannah on a cold... Fo- Why is it always cold when they find these bodies? Oh, well. 
cold, foggy morning of February the 16th, 1965. Uh, an electrical fitter was on his way to work at the Heron Industrial Estate hmm. in Acton. And he was surprised to see bright red toenails peeking out from broken glass. In an oh, no, that's grim. I keep thinking that we're going to just... I keep forgetting that there's going to be some like happy ending to each one. All of a sudden, bam, broken glass well, toenails. Well, I think the most important thing to take this, from this is the fact that he was surprised. Like, oh, don't normally see that. That's not normally there. They that's weren't around pa- the corner. Also, they weren't painted. It'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, she's dead. But look at those nails. <laughs> as far as i'm concerned his reaction is suspicious <laughs> and i'd like him as a possible so he was surprised not shocked or horrified or saddened he was just oh, unusual he was, well didn't expect that one there yeah exactly oh, i expected that so bridget <laughs> her name was she's dumb had left uh, mm. London to earn her living as a lady of the night in London. Um, and Bridie had been missing from the 11th of January and had been held okay. in storage for a month before her body was moved. Mm. And her in body, storage. it was when her body was found, it was being, it had obviously been kept somewhere hot because she was partly mummified. Oh no, that's no good. This is, oh no. <laughs> So the police officers, um, you know, had had another clue now in their investigation, mm. but they were nowhere near catching anyone. So it brings us on to Five Day Johnny. Who's Five Day Johnny, right. you ask? Okay, now I've got some questions immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I've had tennis. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had Mr. Man surprised by the nails. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I've got Five Day Johnny. Well, Five Day Johnny, let me tell, no. you, about, let me tell you about Five Day Johnny. <laughs> five Day Johnny, Five Day Johnny is, um, a, he was a retired chief superintendent, John DeRose. Brilliant, okay, right, okay, yeah. Okay, and Scotland Yard had called him back of his retirement to help. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> to help the forces, mo- you know, he was one of the forces most respected and experienced investigators to try and help the uh, controversial murder cases of of um, of Jack the Stripper. You know, this is the most iconic set of murders since since Jack the Ripper. <laughs> so he's been so, he's been pulled out of retirement. He, he was, he, was in, he was in Benidorm. He was sipping on his. He was, he was sipping on his little cocktails and he gets a call and they, they go to him. He, you know, he's just chilling out at the hotel by the pool. Yeah. Some, 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 someone comes up to him with a phone on a cord, obviously, and goes, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. DeRose? He's, he's like, uh, yes. Uh, it's a telephone for you. Uh, who, who could this be? Uh, DeRose? <laughs> Scotland Yard on the other end, like, DeRose, we need you now. Uh, what for? I'm 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 sipping cocktails by the pool. It's like we need we're, we're pulling you back. We're pulling you back. Uh, get on the next flight. We booked you the next flight. Oh, this is ridiculous. So he downs his cocktail and gets on the plane. I imagine him getting off the. I imagine him getting off the plane, still in his uh, still in his swim shorts with his cocktail with the umbrella on. Still. Oh yeah, you know he's there. He's in London. <laughs> he's 
He's got the flower tucked behind his ear. All of a sudden, he's... he gets he comes out the airport and he's in a he's in a he's in a suit with you know a long trench coat, cigarette in his mouth, <laughs> and a trilby. Now, five day Johnny is he called that because he'll get the case solved within five days? Interesting question. He nicknamed Five Day Johnny because he got to the bottom of baffling cases within a short space of time. Brilliant, but not specifically five days. <laughs> not, not specifically five days, no. Why That's five just days? An average. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just an average. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's eight. Let's just say Take five. The Can we all agree on five? <laughs> Bill wants six. I think it should be two. What's the mean on this? Pressure. What's the mean? <laughs> we'll call it five because that gives him a chance. It could go either way. Yeah. <laughs> gives him a day so leeway. <laughs> so it's Monday to Friday. He solves it in four. They're like, we don't want to hear about it, Johnny. Tell us tomorrow. <laughs> Sometimes they hide clues from him because <laughs> otherwise they look foolish for naming him that. <laughs> and then they get to the fifth day. He's like, I've had absolutely no, I've made no progress this he's week. Broken the case. All of a sudden, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, what's this? There's a letter on his desk saying it was the janitor. The amount of colleagues that he's had to arrest Rip just to keep the nickname. Mask. Yeah. It's it your turn, you've got to go to prison for the night. <laughs> I'm just saying here with Scooby-Doo-esque. Each time, he's actually not that good, they just got to keep him going. Yeah, he's actually one of the worst detectives in Scotland Yard's history. They've made him sound good, so they can't back out yeah, now. Well, well, he came in with a bit of an impact because he 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 uh, he, uh, he beefed up the investigation team by employing an extra six hundred officers. <laughs> right. Okay. So <laughs> five day Johnny clearly yeah, doesn't that... feel like he can get it done in five days. <laughs> five day Johnny has just <laughs> ripped the government's policing budget to shreds. He's employed six hundred officers. Three hundred of those are a strong special patrol group, and two hundred of those three hundred are. Oh no! Sorry, two hundred are plainclothes detectives. Not just officers. So we're fully. Not just officers. No. Detectives, plainclothes detectives. So you're not talking about you know, your average new new cadet. You're talking your experience worked as worked their way up the ladder. Yeah. So he's <laughs> so right. his priority was to fix on the uh, concrete evidence they had, and that was the paint flex. Now this this evidence could lead them to where the bodies were stored. Um, you know, okay, uh, the holding area, if you will. So officers, mm-hmm. officers scrutinised an area the size of 20, 24 square miles in West London um, for Shit. such a place. No detail was seen as too small, as DeRose insisted. His team interviewed every man working at such plants to establish whether they had used or had access to spray guns, particularly those who worked at night, hiding under the cover of darkness. So is that how he said it in the meeting? Yeah, 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 that's how he said the press conference. We will catch this person that's hiding under. I can't remember what I said, cover of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so the big, the big break was uh, taken from Bridie's body, um, where they had matched a pattern of paint on the four victims, was located at the site of a nearby trans- transformer. 
right. and the building opposite was a spray paint shop. And, oh, okay. dis- and it was discovered to be the place where the bodies were kept. So all of a sudden they found the place. They found they found it. So but, right, we so he's come in immediately. We've made great progress. They made great progress in finding where the bodies are kept. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. And while seven there's seven thousand men that work on this estate, and they were all questioned, all right. of them. Yeah. Um, and companies dying. The men. So yeah. But all of a sudden, the murders appeared to have been appeared to have stopped. Okay. Oh. And okay. May, that, they mainly think that's due to the you know increase of police presence, which mm-hmm. would make sense. Yeah. Um, so they narrowed the uh, the suspect pool down to three. Mm-hmm. So super. T- Superintendent DeRose feeling pretty pretty good here. Might keep his nickname a five day Johnny rather than a five week Johnny. And <laughs> then the prime suspect was a security guard on the estate whose duty rotor appeared uh, perfectly to fit the dates of the murders. So right, I think okay. they, they think so they got the close. guy. They think they got the guy. It's quite a family man who seemed to have access to the building where the bodies were known to have been stored. But, mm-hmm. Right, okay. But before he could be questioned, he unexpectedly uh, took his own life and was never formally charged. Okay, some would say that that's quite a big sign of guilt. Some would say that. Is that what well, we're saying? A lot, a lot would say that. Well... The murders uh, have obviously now stopped, so there's there's a good link there, Um, and obviously the investigation pretty much stopped after that. DeRose feeling pretty confident that that that's the man, and uh, you know, no more no more murders have happened. Mm. Um, But obviously the case was never formally closed because they never had. Um, they never had, you know, they never questioned him on it. Yeah, but this is where, you know, he's he's not our only suspect here. We still got the politician, the disgraced MP, who we know had a thing for ladies of the night. Yeah, and his career was obviously ended by one of these ladies when it was published all over the front page news. Mm-hmm. So there's him. There's also wild, wild links or what or wild uh, speculation that it was done by a, an associate of the Cray twins. You know the Cray twins. Yeah, the most so, notorious uh, gang leaders of London in recent history. So okay, so and just an associate of theirs. Yeah, so an associate of the Kratians, the politician, the uh, security guard. But interestingly, new evidence came to light a few years ago. And they think they've, they think they found the man. And it's not the security guard. So a man named uh, Harold. And <laughs> he, was, he was believed to... Uh, at the age of 
15 killed an eight-year-old. but he was acquitted due to lack of evidence two weeks later he murdered Florence who was 11 and hid the body in his parents attic he then confessed to killing Florence and was sent to prison being too young to be hung or hanged Um, and after being released in 1941 so it fits with the timeline here he joined the army and then right, nothing, okay. was heard, nothing was heard of him uh, what, until they until they later traced him to Fulham, where he was living under the name of Harold. Um, and that's kind of, you know, Fulham, that area was the epicentre, really, of where these attacks were taking place. So it's all starting so, to link up there. We've all yeah. Um, so, I mean, what are your takes on this? This discovery of Harold seems almost too good to be true. Yeah. It seems like everything's lining up. I'm not sure if I'm... I feel like I'm leaning... I mean, my personal lean is towards the security guard. I mean, you... Right, you do think it's the security guard. Yeah, well, you're not going to just take your life like that. Yeah. I mean, it could be the pressure. I know. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to bring that disgrace on his family. Well, you could argue that. Some would argue that he brought a bigger disgrace on his family. This is oh, a, a, more about the politician. This seems to I know the politician. That's that's you know he's obviously going to have links to whoever he wants, and the Cray yeah. twins. I mean, I feel like that's oh, just this... wild speculation. That one. <laughs> it's just throwing yeah, they're just every. I'm sure every crime there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, every every unsolved murder, murder, they can just oh the Cray twins did it. There we go. So we don't, we don't have a we don't have a definite murderer then. We don't. No. It's still so the case still mysteries. Yeah. Get the wrong with that. You sorry. What are you going to say then? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it felt like we were edging close to a open. lawsuit. Open. There, case remains open. <laughs> Quick save there. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. So you could say at the end of this, you were saying security. Guard. I think it's a security guard. Hmm. What do you think? But not Harold. Well, I don't know. I feel... Well, I feel Harold's think... like a, you know, you could pull anyone out with this, this shady past and be like, oh, yeah, I reckon they did that. Look, they lived rel- relatively near it. Yeah. See, I think, oh, I reckon the politician was involved with some of them. Do I think all of the all of the nine wow. were killed by the same person? Well, well, it wasn't nine in the end because it would have been 11. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because at the point of it being nine, we have only four murders in. And don't forget those two bonus murders. How can I forget the two bonus murders? Wow, a question I have to ask you. I think, oh, I don't know. Was it all one person, all 11? Mm, I don't know. Maybe it was the security guard. I don't think it was Harold. I think Harold's too good to be true as a suspect. I do think, though, that five-day Johnny... Five-day Johnny kept his nickname. <laughs> I think oh, you've done it again, Johnny. Congratulations. Six hundred officers. He goes. He goes. He goes. Johnny, it's five-day Johnny to you. <laughs> Takes a big puff on his cigarette and blows it in his blows it in his face and walks off with his trilby and his trench coat. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's thirty-five degrees. <laughs> <laughs> They're still in that suit. How did Johnny die in the end? He died actually because he overheated in Benetton. Yeah. 
heat stroke. <laughs> Could you believe it? He was sat by the pool. He, was, he, was just, he wouldn't take his trench coat and, and trim. And you know, you know, they asked how long did it take for, for the heat stroke to kill him? And they went, four days. Oh, and they were furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Four days. <laughs> Keep them Make it five. Day. Round it up. Round it up. Let's just come on. Let's, let's just not cool it up to the nearest seventeen hours. Five. <laughs> <laughs> just right, put him back out in the sun. Put him back He's out in the fine. sun. Just leave him there. He's already you dead. Just put him back out there. You haven't found him yet, but sir, we ha- you haven't found him, found him yet. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, that was All our right. first adventure down the murder mystery map. Uh, minefield. I like it. Uh, is it something that's going to be coming back? Yeah, well, who knows? There's loads of uh, unsolved murders and crimes out there. Well, I'm so, excited. Uh, well, with that being said, it brings us to the uh, the end of this segment. So wow, that was, that was something. Did you enjoy? I did very much so. It was a, it was an interesting case. It took us down some dark, dark points in London's history. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be thinking about that for quite a while. No, I'm going to think about what when I'm going to next eat my donut. <laughs> is this for the podcast or is this on the cutting room floor? Huh? I don't know. Because <laughs> this donut talk. <laughs> What are you doing? Trying to get a sponsor from Donut Corp. <laughs> from Diddy Donuts. Diddy Donuts. Is it a donut hole or is it a tiny donut? This, what? Is it a donut hole or they're a like, tiny donut? They're tiny little donuts in like a. Oh, like, like the minute slushy, ones. slushy, like a, in a slushy box. You know, like you get your slushies at the cinema. Oh, yeah, okay. Highly recommend. <laughs> If you want to sponsor us, Simply Donuts, classic mini rings. Simply Donuts. Eight donuts. Eight mini donuts on the go. Hashtag Simply Donuts. Brilliant. A lovely sponsor we've got coming for us there. <laughs> Look at the uh, Twitter for that hashtag. <laughs> Excellent. They'll be, they'll be sponsoring us in no time. Swimming in donuts. So. Swimming in Diddy Donuts. Now I've got that sponsor lined up. Yeah. So how does your how does your week look for you coming up? The week coming up, the yeah. week commencing. <sighs> Don't know. It's going to be desperately go and get some food. <laughs> how are the supplies looking? Supplies are low. <laughs> are you going to do that? Supplies are low. If there's if there's a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> I'm 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 not making it past tonight. <laughs> are you going to go today? I'm going to go as soon as we're done here. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. You're itching. You're starting to think that it's all, it's all sold out. The panic's <laughs> the cars are in. The car's already running. <laughs> you're actually on the I'm way gonna, now. I'm going to jump in. Slide across the bonnet. I was literally about to say, you're going to slide across the bonnet. Jump straight into this. Oh, unbelievable. It needs to, you need straight to get into your... the uh, safest car of all time, Volvo. Thank you, if you want to sponsor. <laughs> That's well, another brilliant product, product placement. <laughs> product placement, you know. Well, I, I did my shopping this morning, so I'm easy breezy. Right, well, I'm glad you got the afternoon to relax. <laughs> right, so what you're saying, that you've got panic. Yeah, I was too busy investigating a murder series, so so while you're out dilly-dally and looking at the, looking at the tins of Pringles, <laughs> someone's doing some work for this. 
is it is it my are you doing the murder next time next time well when will be the next time that's 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 the thing what, what who knows who who knows are you saying it's well is it so far it's been a week i'm saying don't past. expect this every week <laughs> what a murder <laughs> don't expect this murder series every week there's a lot of investigation what you're saying is don't that. get your hopes up every week yeah yeah oh no please no <laughs> maybe once twice a year <laughs> maybe once a month yeah. well a month <laughs> so much panic already brilliant better start now need some more manila envelopes <laughs> and a pack of more lights for an audio <laughs> podcast <laughs> Called the props. You've got to have the authenticity. <laughs> it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah, no. What's in your manila envelope this week? Well, <laughs> well, at this point, shopping list. Go on, go on, get the fish. Yeah, oh, yeah, don't even joke. <laughs> as, as we were talking about this, due to the lovely new wireless headphones that I'm, that I'm donning right now, I have gone and put my shoes on. <laughs> Oh, jokes I've aside, you are these... panicking. <laughs> yeah. I've laced up these New Balance again. New Balance is one of the kind of sponsors. Really great. Um, so, yeah, all jokes aside, you're, uh, yeah, panicked. That perhaps they're not going to be food. Just before we leave the viewers, I just wanted to ask you, or the listeners, sorry, they're not viewers, but I just wanted to ask you one last question, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Are you on a Twitter yet? <laughs> you know what? I am not. <laughs> I should really talk to someone about that. Yeah. Get me on the Twitter, please. And uh, and on that bomb... No, don't sign off on the fact <laughs> I've been locked out of the Twitter. That's not... <laughs> That's not the sign-off. But, oh, on that bombshell that um, my fellow has just been oh, locked see, out. I didn't say it. I didn't say it because I know that Jeremy Clarkson's going to come for you. Oh, oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> You've made a mistake, I'm... Jeremy Clarkson. If you want to be on next week's podcast, uh, do get in contact with us. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be Let's a guest on Twitter, I'm. Um, I can't believe that I've been locked out of the Twitter. Can I have access, or is it? Not only have you been locked out, but you're also on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Just throwing so in that wind. <laughs> Pure Himalayan salt, though. Well, at least you're doing it more classy. <laughs> Salt Bay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll get you on the Twitter. I'll find out what the password is again. I'll reset it. Don't. I need to write it down. Yeah, get me on the Twitter and then maybe... Well, is this all mentioning the Twitter? Is this all to say you can follow the podcast? At... Well, hold on. Let me double check it. Already panicking. I'm going to get it Jake's wrong. Take Pod. Jake's Take Pod. I believe. Let's double check. J A K E S T A K E P O D. Jake's Take Pod. Jake's Take Pod. And um, they'll you give us a follow. Yeah, you'll get some updates about the show there. So it's a good, yeah, good place to keep abreast of new information. To... What are you doing? And get in contact. I'm flipping with a key. Sorry. Is that a good idea on an audio? <laughs> sorry, I didn't realise you'd pick it up. Good, good microphone. Well done, Apple. Again, Apple, if you want to get in contact with some sponsorship, then please uh, you know, find us on our Twitter. Jake's Take Pod. It's all one big product placement search for you, isn't it? <laughs> well, if 
get a new phone, get a new laptop from Apple. Then we could, you know, get a new Volvo each, get some new kicks with the new balance, and we'll be smacking on our donuts. I mean, tell me what I've done wrong. <laughs> tell me what I've done wrong. And on that sponsorship note, that pleading for a heavy hitter sponsor, I think we'll sign off until, Tune in, uh, until next time. I month. think we'll sign off, yeah. Until next week. Until next week. Have a good week. Enjoy. And get in contact via our Twitter. And if you want Jake to do a murder every single week, tweet at him. Five day Johnny. Five day Johnny. Hashtag five day Johnny. Is that the title for this week's episode? Hashtag five day Johnny. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Five. No. Yeah. Five day Johnny. Yeah. Hashtag. Excellent. Until next week, we'll. Uh... Yeah. Well, I was going to say see you then, but we're not. We'll, we'll uh... virtually. We'll speak to you then. Hear, hear you then. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well. Goodbye. See you next time. Have a. Have a nice week. We still don't have a sign-off, you can tell. We don't have a clear... Yeah, we don't have a clear directive on this. Yeah, but we, we um, need a key sign-off. So, from here in the studio, see ya. Goodbye. <laughs> now, you went with the cool see you option. I like the from here in the studio. Yeah, from here in the studio, see ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>